Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. I wanted to talk a little bit about prayer today. I heard someone refer to a quote the other day and he said, who rises from prayer refreshed his prayer is answered. I found that a lovely thing to think about. Although when I sought out the source, it turns out that was not the true quote. It actually says, who rises from prayer a better man, his prayer is answered. It's by a Victorian-era English novelist and poet, George Meredith. Now, both outcomes seem right and important to be aware of, and they're connected. Being refreshed from prayer certainly does make one a better man, a calmer and renewed one. And being made a better man, being awakened to what we may be doing wrong, to see more clearly what is right going forward in thought and action is a form of refreshment for sure. It's renewal. And these are powerful things. I find it helpful to remember what we are seeking and why we choose to pray. I think if we see prayer as a plea or request, we're certainly blessed by turning in the right direction, looking to God for help and solutions and healing. But to turn to God, not to give us stuff, but to commune with him, to recognize his qualities, which are love and truth and life and light, and to let these change us, to bring us peace, open us up to grace, seems even more powerful and right. Because we're treating God as God, turning to him as omnipotent goodness and life and not as a superman that can do magic for us on the human scene. The sense of peace we find when we're in earnest prayer is worth so much. It really is what we seek. It isn't so much the stuff we think we want, but the way it makes us feel. Getting close to God, we gain that feeling. We leave burdens and feel a sense of trust and release when we really pray. And this means more silence and listening and less rehashing problems and pleading. It is letting God's presence, love's presence, be felt and received and accepting ourselves as worthy to feel it. The Message Bible says it this way in Philippians 4 verse 7. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good, will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. End of quote. And here's another inspiring quote from Henry Nguyen, a 20th century Dutch priest, professor, writer, and theologian, who writes a lot on the power of beauty and power and beauty of stillness and conscious communion with God. He says in a collection called With Open Hands, prayer is a way of life which allows you to find a stillness in the midst of the world where you open your hands to God's promises and find hope for yourself, your neighbor, and your world. In prayer, you encounter God, not only in the small voice and the soft breeze, but also in the midst of the turmoil of the world, in the distress and joy of your neighbor, and in the loneliness of your own heart. Prayer leads you to see new paths 
and to hear new melodies in the air. End of quote. That is so beautiful. I love the way he writes. And that's a wonderful purpose of prayer. And I love that it includes more than getting help for ourselves, but embraces others and the world as well as being a way of life, a way in which we walk through our days. So how do we pray and do it as we are in turmoil? Well, it's not about crafting words and even being in total quiet. I think it's a quietness of the heart that is aware of God, of good, of a power greater than self, and consciously, whenever possible, celebrates this, releases oneself to it. It isn't clamoring to be heard by God. It is knowing that he is hearing and doing and being with us and through us always. And this awareness makes us refreshed and better men and women because we've let the ego go, let go of the reins of our lives and just remembered God the omnipotent all who loves us. This kind of living prayer, as well as that prayer of stillness and meditation, reveals what already is true for us. The result of that prayer is that our eyes are more open to truth and our hearts feel right and healed and new. Our attitude is changed and so our perspective is changed. It's more uplifted with a brighter and more expansive view. We can see possibilities we feel love and peace, and that is healing for us, and it leads us to bless the world naturally through what we've taken from our prayer and through a renewed desire to be and do good, to make a difference, because God has made a difference to us. Mary Baker Eddy has this to say about the purpose and power of prayer in her spiritual guidebook, Science and Health, with Key to the Scriptures. Prayer cannot change the unalterable truth, nor can prayer alone give us an understanding of truth. But prayer, coupled with a fervent, habitual desire to know and do the will of God, will bring us into all truth. End of quote. It brings us, prayer brings us into harmony with the loving, active law of God. And that's a blessing. And you are a blessing. Thanks so much for listening today. If you have any questions or want to talk more, please don't hesitate to contact me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you next week.